to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director of Annie Jennings PR, the national firm behind the online feature magazine sensation, JenningsWire.com, a special community of bloggers and podcasters that is capturing the heart of America. There's nothing like it on the web. And we invite you to visit JenningsWire.com to discover the blogger that is just right for you. Today's guest is Frank Bucaro, and he spent his speaking career training leaders and their employees on the value, necessity, commitment, and practical applications needed to create an ethical culture. And he's decided to put all of those findings, experiences, and wisdom learned into a fast-paced, practical read on how to do this from a leadership perspective. Frank is author of the book, The Trust Puzzle, How to Keep Your Company on the Ethical High Road. So welcome, Frank. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much. So why are you calling the book The Trust Puzzle? What's so puzzling about trust in the workplace? Well, the interesting thing is everybody talks about trust, but they don't get the reality that trust can't be demanded. It has to be earned. And it's listening with your eyes on what leaders do rather than what they say. So there's a disconnect sometimes between what we understand trust is, how do we get it, and how do we keep it. And is there a difference between compliance and ethics, and how does that play into the building of trust? Okay. Yeah, there is a difference. Um, And the difference is simply this. Compliance, even by the word compliance, means it's a reactive process. So the law comes down from whomever, whatever, and then people just need to adapt their behavior because someone else, in quotes, said so, unquote. So it's a reactive process. It's also enforceable. It's a law thing, so to speak. When you look at ethics, uh, you know, ethics is unenforceable and can only be a choice. People need to choose to be ethical. It's not their choice necessarily be compliant because don't do this and don't do this. When you look at ethics, it can only be proactive. So my analogy is simply this. Compliance is letter of the law. Ethics is spirit of the law. They're both compatible, yet distinctly different. For example, one's an apple, one's an orange. Both are good for you, but the growing seasons are different. You take care of them differently, but they're both very important. And you talk about five leadership virtues that can set the tone for an ethical culture. Can you let us know what those five virtues are? Sure. Number one is trust, trustworthiness. What's your word worth? You know, when you give your word, when you make a promise, you know, there, there was a time in American business when people did business on a handshake because they trusted each other. Um, you know, so what's your word worth? Number two is unity. Are we all on the same page from the tone at the top to the new hire? Are we on the same page in the same book, in the same paragraph, in the same sentence? We all have to play by the same rules. When you make exceptions is when you can get into some serious ethical issues. Number three is respect. You have a right to disagree with my behavior, but no one has the right to go after your self-esteem. So disagree with behavior, but always, always 
keep self-esteem intact. There's sometimes we throw out the baby with the bathwater, if you will, you know, by someone's behavior that doesn't necessarily make them bad. It just means at that point they made a bad decision. So it may sound like this. You know, normally you don't make these poor decisions. I was wondering why you did it in this situation. Notice a sentence like that affirms self-esteem but focuses on the behavior. That's being respectful. Number four is justice. What's fair? What's just? And according to whom or what? Is it, is it a legal issue? Is it an ethical issue? Is it because you said so as a boss? Is it what the department has decided? Justice is important, but according to whom or what? And that needs to be defined. And number five is service and humility. What all leaders need to embrace, as well as the employees as well, is that we did not get where we are in this life on our own. We stand on the shoulders of those who have gone before us. So be humble. Serve. That's the role of leadership. Because the real challenge now is, are your shoulders strong enough for the next generation? as those shoulders were strong for you when you were coming through the ranks. So once again, trustworthiness, unity, respect, justice, service, and humility. All right, Frank. Well, I love those five virtues, and I think that's a great place for our listeners to start in terms of the trust puzzle itself. In that book, again, The Trust Puzzle, How to Keep Your Company on the Ethical High Road, it's a book of short chapters with tools, techniques, stories, experiences, and lessons learned, which is designed to help readers pick and choose what to read, when to read, and how to use it as a reference to so the trust puzzle it can be ordered on amazon and also uh, you can learn more about frank bucaro of course and the book the trust puzzle on his website which is frankbucaro.com and that's frank b-u-c-a-r-o frankbucaro.com thanks for being here frank my pleasure thank you so much for the invitation this podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire Online Magazine. Jennings Wire is kept in the heart of America with a church community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. So please visit JenningsWire.com and discover the blogger that is just right for you. Till next time. <laughs>